Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property World profile. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Property World. I'm Will Mallard. I've got Paul Rochan back on the show and we're going to be talking about JV equity. Uh, great to have you on, Paul. Thank you. Privileged to be on. Now, Paul, uh, in a past episode, has, um, has uh, I suppose, uh, given us his, uh, his biography. We, we, we've gone uh, back and profiled uh, some of his history. He's, he's one of the uh, the largest, um, I, I suppose, startups in history uh, within London development. Uh, they built a um, built a, a property empire up to uh, circa 150 to 200 million pounds uh, pre 2008. Uh, he got caught in the crash uh, with some, uh, I, I think, some quite tight banking covenants, um, and he he made his way back. Um, and, and there were there were several deals that he did uh, several years after the crash, um, JV deals uh, again in central London, uh, which which proved he, he still had it, and um, he spent a period of time um, while while continuing to do deals brokering, and he's getting uh, geared up for a, a fresh charge into the London market, which uh, he sees the prime spaces. Um, absolutely right with opportunity and um, we're talking about how the finance of, of some of these deals might work so uh, Paul do, do you want to uh, give us your view of what's going on in, in London property at the moment particularly uh, that prime super prime uh, space sure sure um, basically my view is that senior debt and and mezzanine especially mezzanine at the moment um, everybody knows they're trying to get mezzanine out the door there's a lot of mezzanine lenders at the moment out there. Uh -huh. um, there's a lot of competition and the rates are coming down on the mezzanine funding, definitely. I mean, the amount of emails I get for mezzanine funding a week is probably 20, 22 in that region, a lot. But I think the real champions here of the people that are gonna make really good money are the equity providers because everybody's doing mezzanine. Oh, we can do 90% mezzanine. We can get you 85%. We can even get you 95%, Mr. Roshan. No, if somebody comes in with a 10, 15% equity, then that's a game changer. Now, there are people out there doing equity at the moment, and I've probably got four guys or four, four different companies that have come to me and said, look, we'll back you to do equity deals in central London. Okay, that's great. And, you know, I'm happy that I've got these people, one to three million, one to four million in that range. What I want to be doing is get a, a big investor equity-wise for central London so I could do bigger stuff in central London larger deals. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say is equity right now is hard to find. 
but if you find it, you're getting deals done. Maybe people want to do zones two to six. They're not doing zones one, ideally. They're doing multiple units where they want to do three flats, five flats, you know, at the lower price range. There's not many people out there doing prime central London equity deals where you're doing a flat in Belgravia for three, four, five million pounds. They're scared. They're scared of the central London market and to put their money there because it's a specialized market. But if there were a few people out there who were doing that, I think they would clear up right now. And, and your, your own story uh, was one coming out of those, um, I suppose, further out zones, uh, starting off in Tooting, uh, developing there, and then very early on realizing that the big money was always going to be in, in prime central London. Uh, so you headed in. Um, uh, over over 100 deals under your belt over the years. Uh, you built up a portfolio that you held on to uh, that, that was over 50 at, at, at the peak. Uh, so you've been there and done that. What's the, uh, what, what is uh, the typical shape of a, a deal? So not the finance side, but um, what, what does a typical deal look like in, in this space? It depends. You have different equity investors for different types of deals. So. You could go 65% senior debt, 60% senior debt, the equity, then the equity, 40% in equity. Um, but then you're, you're, you're not working your, your IRRs um, you know, with, your, with your equity so well. So we'll, we'll, come back to the, the, we'll come back to the, uh, the financing part. Uh, but what, what does the actual property deal, uh, what's the transaction on the way in, on the way through, and on the way out? What, what are, what are the, the numbers we're talking about? It depends on what sort of size deal. I mean, a house, a flat. I mean, with the deals I'm looking at are sort of, you know, three to three to 10 million in that range. You'll be looking to buy something. I'll give you an example of deals I've done in the past. You know, you're buying, are buying a flat for two million pounds, spending 700,000 on it, 2.7, you know, achieve 4.4 million on it. Now that's a very good deal. You, typically you're looking for 20% return after all costs, 20%, 20%. But if you can get to 30, 35%, then that's, that's very good in this market. Definitely. And what sort of uh, timeframes uh, to turn things around? Because you, you've got logistical constraints, uh, there's site access issues in, in, in some of these areas. Uh, so you, you're not, not typically able to get in and out in, in uh, six months. So what, what's, yeah. the, uh, what, what's the, uh, the key in terms of uh, getting the job done and i'm not talking about the the funding part of it as yet and we'll definitely get into that in a bit of detail you you got to get you got to get your planning consent you got to you got to sometimes you got to deal with the grosvenor estate um Cadogan estate so you need two sets of permissions okay once you've got your permissions which could take a little bit of time you then obviously you do the refurbishment sometimes you're grade two listed sometimes you're grade one listed you can't take this wall out you can't take that wall out there are things that you can and can't do um so you Ideally, try not to buy anything grade one listed or heritage. You buy, you know, grade two listed maybe. But it takes nine months normally for a flat in central London to be developed, say two, three thousand square foot. And ideally, you think, you know what, if you've got a good finish, you'll sell it within three months. So 12 months for a normal investor to come into a deal is what you'd be looking at from start to finish. And you want to take something that you can just do a refurbishment on. You don't want to be taking something that you're doing a triple basement, which I found out. This I did in Notting Hill Gate, a triple basement, which I nearly hit the tube. Uh, it's the hardest build I've ever done. So I'm not really keen on doing big basements. So refurbishments in central London is, 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 is probably the way to make quick money, in my opinion. Right. And uh, in terms of um, how, 
what what sort of lot sizes um, do you look at in terms of people putting money in? So you're you've got you've got several people who are up for sort of that one to three million investment uh, over that time period. Uh, but you're looking for maybe one or two more who are in that, that next sort of tier up in that five to ten range. Is that right? Yes, I'm looking for I'm looking for the sort of higher range, sort of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million pound range. Um, and they, they're looking normally they put in 10, 15 percent. So they, they gear up to say 90 percent, 85 percent. And then they put the rest of the money in of total costs. So you're mm -hmm. taking the total cost, the purchase price, the cost of building it. You know, day one, they would have to put in 10 to 15% of those costs. And normally they charge a coupon sometimes on their money, which is 10% um, what they're lending. And then the profit share can be 50-50. I've had deals at 50-50. I've had deals at 60-40 in the favor of the investor. And I've had deals at 70-30 in favor of the investor. I've worked with many JV equity uh, partners before, and they're all different. Some are, some are more favorable. So they give you development management fee, so you can run the project. You get paid every month. For running it which is fair and some are very kind where they give you money for finding the deal as well so you get like a one percent fee for example mm -hmm. which is of, a win, -win. of the, the purchase price on the way in which is yeah yes yeah yeah it is and in a um in a way it makes perfect sense because uh, if you're not worrying worrying about uh, paying your own bills uh, you're going to be able to focus on getting a, a great project out the door getting a good result which is what uh, if you're You've got a profit share riding on uh, the performance of the developer. Uh, the last thing you want them uh, doing is worrying about um, money on the way through the deal. That's right. I mean, also you've got, you got um, something I was going to mention to you as well, which I forgot to mention. You can have hurdles on deals. So you hit a certain level and you're 70-30 or 60-40, but then you go 70-30 in your favour when you've hit a certain hurdle and you've, you know, you've sold for more money than you think you're going to sell for. So it's very much incentivized, which is very good as well. Okay, so so, so let, let's talk a little bit more about the uh, the, the structure of uh, uh, the JV equity. So someone someone gets in touch and they say, "Paul, well, I've got a, uh, a a lazy ten million floating around here. I'd like to back you. How's this going to work?" Yeah, well, I mean, ideally, what you're looking for is a is a gentleman, you know, who's who's at home bored with his wife watching Sky News every day that wants to put some money in and gets, to get excited. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So the, you would have 60% from senior debt, okay, roughly 60%. Then you would have 30% mezzanine funding, taking you up to 90%. And then you'd have the investor put in 10%. And, and let, let, let's talk about current rates for, for each of those. So let, let's assume that uh, you've got 60% uh, senior debt. What What's the... Uh, what's the interest rate on, on that at, at this stage? It, it depends who you go to, but I mean, he said he was... I was saying, so the, the rate would be, the rate would be for say 6% borrowing would be around 4 to 6% in that region. And then you would get mezzanine funding up to say 90%, and that can be around 15% in today's market. It used to be back in time, let's say back in time, 2013, there was rates that were like 26, 28 percent. Yeah. And the people that I mean, the people that were giving those rates, I think it was like higher than credit cards, you know, because that was when mezzanine was really starting to get going back in 2013, 2012. But now there's so many people out there doing mezzanine. You can get 14 percent, 15 percent. You can get senior debt, uh, stretch senior debt, 
which is lower at around 80%, probably around 10, 11% as well. That's another option, which is cheaper. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the blended cost of that is, is a, a good bit lower. So, uh, and then you've got the, the equity side. So uh, the person coming in, um, what, how do you like to, to structure it? Uh, are, they, are they directors? Uh, are they shareholders? What, what, what are the securities on uh, their funds? Um, and on the project, how, how does that typically work for them? I think, you know what, for, for banks to, to be turning around and saying, yes, Mr. Roshan, we want to give you uh, senior debt and history of 4 million pounds. They'd be like, no, do you know what? Yes, you've got a track record. Yes, you got burnt in the past. Yes, you don't have the best uh, assets and liability statement right now. And you don't have the cleanest credit rating, Mr. Roshan. So I think what they would prefer is to have somebody who's a high net worth individual to be on the borrowing. And I would be, um, you know, have shares in the company Mm -hmm. or have a deed of trust where I have a certain share as well in the profit share. There's different ways of cutting, cutting this, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I'm in a completely different space in, in social housing. Um, but the very first social housing deal I did, uh, I'd raised the money, got, got the uh, deal agreed, um, and then the, the bank said, um, neither you nor your investor have benefit tenant experience. We're not going to lend in any circumstances. Uh, so oh. I had to go and find someone who had a, a track record partner with them and, uh, and we went back into the deal, but it uh, was slightly structured slightly differently. But, um, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 can, I can understand why, uh, but like uh, they, uh, if you think about how underwriting works in banks, like their, their job is basically... Uh, you know, not to lose their job because they, they, they lent money out or, or they were the one that, that signed off on it. And um, I, I, I sort of see it, you know, time and time again, where uh, the, the bank managers who are effectively the sales staff uh, and, and the underwriters are in, in conflict because the, the, the managers want to do the deal. Underwriters, ultimately, they do want to do the deal, but uh, that they, they don't want to be the one, uh, that they're the ones that get blamed at the end of the day. Um, it's computer, the computer says no, computer says yes. That's, that's how they work. Assess liabilities, how much money do you have in the bank? Have you got a squeaky clean credit rating? Yeah, but if you've got somebody who is substantial or has substance that wants to, to borrow money, but then you're teaming up with somebody who's got the knowledge of how to develop, then uh -huh. it's a good combination. Because even if you've got the money and you don't know how to develop, they won't lend to you. You need to have the combination. That's that's what I've found in the past. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone wants to get in touch with Paul, uh, the easiest way is probably via his LinkedIn profile. Uh, I would also encourage you to have a look through the back episodes of My Property World podcast uh, to check out his profile interview. Uh, so, Paul, absolute pleasure having you on again. Um, uh, good luck. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Welcome to My Property World, a light and informative look at all things property. We have designed this series for people involved in property and property finance in the UK market. However, we do take examples from all around the property world. Our aim is for us to make money from property together. Whether that be buying, selling, financing, trading or getting involved in a deal in another way. We do this by informing, entertaining and enjoying ourselves talking property, which gives you a chance to get to know us, what we're up to and to check us out until you're ready to make money together. In the meantime, My Property World is free and fun, so plug in your headphones and enjoy. 
We would love for you to like, share and comment, so please do on social media. And if you have questions, ideas for topics or deals you would like to explore, we're always looking for guests, so get in touch via the My Property Well profile.